is on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed on this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I've got to turn my cell phone on to silent. There's it's beeping on and off on all of you today. I love our team. I love what's going on behind the scenes. I love the initiatives that folks out there are working on. I like the advancement of the kingdom of God. I like standing up and pushing back, pushing back against darkness. I like standing up and speaking the truth. I like it when people on the other side don't like me. I like it when the people on the other side target us. I like it. It's all good. And we come to the realization that we're in a war, then we won't be so upset when some, uh, what do they call that, some ordinance ends up somewhere in our life, right? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, principalities and powers. What do you, what do you think that means? What, I mean, come on. Been in church a whole friggin' life. What do you think that means? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, principalities and powers. How, how do I wrestle with a principality? Me. Me, how do I do that? Wrestle not against prince, uh, flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, against evil spirits in high places. Do they teach that in the church? You ever heard anything about that in the church? Well, I mean, really, when it gets right down to it. Did you, have you, were you, were you, like, were you like me? Were you in maybe your 50s before you even began to understand what this spiritual war is all about and how it manifests and how we're able to push back against it and fight against it? Any, anybody? I didn't. I didn't. So, I'm glad that we're raising up a team. I'm glad that uh, people are taking an initiative to do some great stuff. And we're going to talk about some of that here this morning. We're launching a big initiative this morning because why? That's what we do here. We are fire starters here, right? We went to Biden's house. We went to Bill Barr's house. We went to Obama's house. We went to Hillary's house. We went to the the uh, Circle Mound. We went to the Serpent Mounds. We went to... Uh, what's that place called? Uh, Georgia Deadstones. We went to the Georgia Deadstones. Chad took a group out in Texas and went to wherever there was they went. We went up to New Hampshire and we went to whatever that place is called up there. We are fire starters. We went to the, we went to the Washington's Monument and we staked the Washington's Monument. We staked the cathedral in Washington, D.C. We went to the largest mosque in America right there in Washington, D.C., and we stake that. We are doers of the word and not hearers only. Wow. Huh? It's all good. If I, I'm telling you, if I could go back, I need somebody to write a history of me. I don't mean me. That sounds really arrogant. How, how do I ever record? If somebody would sit down. I could sit down with somebody. And if I could re- record to you all the things that the Lord has led me to do, and the fruit that's come about as a result of it, it would be, you would not, you just wouldn't believe it. I'm disappearing here all of a sudden. You just wouldn't believe it. I'm not, but look, folks, I'm not bright. I'm, I'm telling you this. The Bible says steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in your way. 
Are you righteous? Then your steps are ordered. What if you're paralyzed? What if you just sit in a wheelchair? Hmm? Somebody's got to put you into the fight. Right where you are, there's a fight raging. Right where you are is one that you need to get engaged in. Not only do you need to get engaged in, you need to lead. Right where you, right where you live. And then I want to tell you this. When you get engaged in that fight, here's your promise. You're going to be hated of all men. Don't be surprised when you're hated of all men. Don't be surprised by it. The Lord says that just the same as he's taught us the Lord's prayer. He said, you're going to be hated of all men. Great is your reward. That's Matthew chapter 5. Throw that up there real quick, Spencer, as Myra gets ready to pray, because I'm going to I'm going to uh, going to unveil. We're going. We are going to unveil something because we've had a secret team working behind the scenes. Matthew chapter five. It's the it's the it's the uh, uh, beatitudes. But get down, get on down there. 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 Okay, there you are. When Jesus says to you, not went too far that time. Uh, keep going down. Keep going down. Keep going down. About thirteen. Thirteen. You're the salt of the earth. Salt loses its uh, no no go back up to t- go up to ten. Hey folks, this is just this is just as real as love people. This scripture is just as true as God, love people. It's just as true. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Can I raise your hand? For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed. Are you, Jeff Nell, when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake? Don't complain. Rejoice. Don't complain that they're persecuting you. Rejoice that they're persecuting. You know what it says? Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Yes, Lord, they're after me again. Yes, Lord, they're not rejecting me, Lord. They're rejecting you. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed are you and men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad because they're noticing up in heaven (laughs) and they're storing away a treasure for you like you can't even believe. Why? Because great is your reward in heaven. For they also persecuted the prophets which before were before you. You ain't the first one, bud. You ain't the first one, and you won't be the last one. And if you're going to serve the Lord, this is a mark of Christianity just as strong as loving people. In fact, this is loving people. This is right here. Because why? You love the Lord God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. That's the first and the greatest commandment. I will defend my wife publicly to the hilt. Why? Because I love her. You ain't going to get away with talking bad about my wife publicly and not have to pay a price for it. And you're not going to get away with talking badly about my Lord publicly and think you're going to get away with it. What's wrong with us, friends? Oh, I feel it this morning. I feel it this morning. I'm, I'm going someplace. Hope you come with me today. Myra, go ahead and pray us in here real quick, and I get rolling.
Craig, yes. if you're listening out there, Craig, it'll be about five minutes before we get in here. Go ahead. Yes, Coach, I'll be delighted. It's going to be, um, it is written, Genesis uh, 1, 2 to 4. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish, over the sea, and over the fall of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creepy thing that creepeth upon the earth. Yeah, so, a lot of creeping things. Hey, Spencer, real quick, look up creeping, would you? Look that up for me. Keep going, Myra. Yes. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female created he, them. And God blessed them. And God say unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. You can do that if you're homo. And subdue it and have dominion. Over the fish of the sea and over the fall of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to coach Dave Haddle and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, and joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. See, it's ultimately King of the King of the Hill. We're playing spiritual King of the Hill, folks. That's what's going on. And it's our job to become king of the hill, to make him king of the hill. Our job is not to submit and let them become king of the hill. That's an embarrassment, right? So we're launching an initiative today. There's, there's a, I'm going to kind of turn part of the show over to the, the team because we are launching a, an initiative, a, let me pull it up here, a, a national call to repentance. We're launching it. You say, well, who are you? I'm a servant of God. That's who I am. And we've been called to launch a a month-long prayer and fasting and repentance initiative across America, culminating, put it on your calendar book, September 26th rally at Gettysburg, EA, where Abraham Lincoln first proclaimed, well, we're going to get to that here in a second, okay? So I'm going to pull back here for a minute, and I'm going to invite Craig in. And Craig, if you can, I assume you're listening out there, dude. Take us through what's going on here, Craig. Now, Craig, listen, I don't want to dedicate the whole show to it, but let's explain to people this initiative. We're going to spread it far and wide, wide over the next 26 days, first day of September today. We want to spread it far and wide, wide, and we're going to live out. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek, my, we're going to live it out. Go ahead, Craig. You there? Yeah, coach. Thanks. Um, I came across this thing a few years ago. It's called Proclamation '85, and it was from President Abraham Lincoln, and it was from 1861, and that's when we that's when the Civil War started. And as I read through that, it just really it just really hit me. 
And I got to thinking, you know, because I think when I came across it, I think it was President Trump. He said, okay, we're going to make uh, Sunday a national day of prayer. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> well, when you when we read through this proclamation, we'll kind of understand. I mean, it was pretty much laid out and it just left a big impact on me. And, you know, I know that we're coming into this point where we're going to have this rude awakening before great awakening. And Craig, not only that, we've been saying and we've been saying and we've been hearing a lot of place. September is when all this stuff's going to break loose. We're in September now, Craig. Go ahead. Right. And this proclamation in 1861 just happened to cover the month of September. OK, because the Civil War started in April of 61. And um, President Lincoln, you know, put this proclamation out with the uh, joint resolution of Congress. But the thing is, is we don't have we don't have a, a Congress or government like we had back then. We don't have godly people in office to call for this. So we need it needs to be coming up from we the people. And that's the initiative of this. It's we the people need to call and be in a month of prayer and repentance, just as we were doing in 1861, because, uh, you know, I believe we provoked God into a uh, position where he's going to have to wake us up. We're, we're asleep and we're just basically in uh, ambivalence as the church and we're apostate as a nation. Okay, so, Craig, so what's the, what's the initiative here, brother? What's the initiative? Well, well the initiative is is that we need to be in repentance, remorse, and in prayer for the last 70 years, okay? It's, it's our generation, in reality, that has been on watch. <laughs> and we, have, we don't have a good report card. And God judges, of course, in seven years, Shemitah cycles and 50-year jubilees. You know, we, that's another part of this whole thing. But the big thing is, is, you know, you know, Second Chronicles 7, 14, if my people, okay, my people are God's people. It's not, it's not pagans, apostates. It's God's people. It's not Joe Biden, it's not Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. No, no it's, right. it's got it's to be from Holy Spirit-filled, God-fearing Christian men and women. It, the Bible says that God answers the prayer or hears the prayers of a righteous man, okay, then it's going to take the righteous people to pray because God's going to hear that. So we're calling righteous people across this nation to pray this month. That's basically what it is. Be in repentance. Do some sort of fasting. We're not telling you how to do it, when to do it, how to do it. We're giving you a month to do it, but that's what we're doing. And we're tying in the proclamation that Abraham Lincoln did in 1861 we're we're combining we're just kind of tagging on alongside that craig give me give us real quickly without all the zeros the significance of september 26 why why now craig well god kind of goes off his calendar and the end of the hebrew break calendar is september 26 in other words we're in the month of elul that would be con- that would be equivalent to our December, okay, just to get your mind wrapped around it. Oh, and, calendar, the Hebrew calendar, Craig, is that the Hebrew calendar? Yes, the Hebrew calendar is we're in the month okay. of Elul, and the, we all know the term Rosh Hashanah, but that, that is the beginning of a new year by God's standard, okay? That's the way God operates, not the Roman Greco calendar we have now. He, so he new, Year's Eve, new Year's Eve on God's calendar was last night. No, it's going to be on September 26th, September 27th. Okay. It's called Tishri 1. Tishri 1 okay. is there. Tishri 1 is there as there as our January 1. Okay. And that's going to happen 
around September 26th and 27th. It's it's really technical. It's about the new side of the moon, but basically we're on we are on the right parallel time frame with what we're doing. And a we're little, gonna be we're you, gonna be at Gettysburg on uh, on uh, the Hebrew calendar, New Year's New Year's Eve. That's right. That's right. Just like remember, we were at November 11th at, on the Georgia yes, Guidestones. Okay, so, so, Craig, so Craig, tell me, stay stay there. What's what's the significance? We were at the Guidestones on the 400th anniversary of the of the Mayflower Compact. What's the significance, Craig, of February? I'm sorry, September 26th in Gettysburg. Connect that dot for us. Okay. Well, the thing is, is is God's getting ready to judge the nation. In other words, you know, when you went. When you went through high school, you had four years and you ended up with an average GPA that you went to college. God's getting ready to look over the last seven years of America. And we're also on a jubilee year, the last 50 years of America. And we're getting ready to get our GPA uh, from God. And I don't think we're going to have a good, good score. Probably ain't good. Right. Correct. So so uh, September 26th is in a funny sort of a way, D-Day. In the in on the Hebrew calendar, so we're going to culminate this uh, this next twenty five days of prayer, fasting, and public humiliation to invite God to, to uh, deal justly but with mercy on our land. Would that be a fair assessment, Craig? Yeah, and it's it's starting here, Coach. But the thing is, is we're going to be using you know as much public media outlets that we can, you know, through. We're going to try to get. We're going to try to get all the Brideon stations. We're going to get on the Hagman Report. We're going to be calling America to repentance. So far, so good, Craig. Am I doing all right? Yep, and we're with working with Liberty Mail, and we're going to do it. And I believe, honestly, believe the Holy Spirit behind this. Okay, because. This, this is a godly thing to do. I mean, why wouldn't God be behind us in this? He's just Amen. called our group to do it. And we should, we should be very humble that, that we're, we have the option to do this. And we can just be in prayer. And I think this thing is going to get legs. And I think people are going to be convicted. And I think people are going to come to Jesus. And I think we're going to be in for a seatbelt month or shortly thereafter. And I think we're going to be the ones that can say, hey, we were we had the Lord's the Lord had our ear. Amen. Hey, I hate to do this real quick. I'm about to kill a cricket. Where'd he go? Where'd you go, dude? Oh, there you are. Go ahead, Craig. I'm killing this cricket. All right. Well, you know, this is some of the things that you're He's talking dead. About. I got him. You got him, see? Got him. He's done. That's what we're going to be doing to Satan right now. Because, see, this is one thing Satan hates. He hates when people repent and get right with God. That's right. Because then then God's mercies are allowed, and the judgments don't come as hard, see? That's that's the thing. And and, and really, just just a quick second— you know, this this whole thing between Bollock and Balm, you know, the the prophet for prophet, okay? The whole thing is 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 Bollock was asking Balm to curse the people. Well, the people couldn't be cursed because they weren't doing anything wrong. So you go through this whole story and you never you never realize what's really going on. Everybody says uh, they focus on the talking donkey. But the the story is is the prophet says, hey, put these little, put these nice looking girls on the other side of the Jordan, let them intermarry over time. And guess what? God will judge them. And then they'll be broke down by God. And that's the, that is what Satan has done in our country over the last 70 years. Amen. I keep interrupting Craig because he only got about 10 minutes. So I'm trying to get out of him as much as I can. 
because he's just he's on a real quick break there from work so he can do this. Uh, so we're going. I'm going to read. Silver's made a proclamation. I'm going to read all that stuff. There. Anything else you need to say, Craig? Before you have to leave us? Nope. And, and I think things are going to come out as, as we go over the next few days. That we'll be able to share. But we just need the group. And th- and here's what's neat, Coach. Okay, uh, the people in this group. Okay, we're going to have downloadable, printable things that you can take to your pastor, share with your friends, put on your social media. You get to be the uh, amplification of this here. Okay. The salt. You get to be the salt of the earth. That's right, Coach. You get to be the light of the world. Get a chance to do that. Hey, listen, they're going to hate you. They're going to hate you. That's a promise. You're going to be hated of all men. going to be hated of all men. and All men, right? Cool. Hey, thanks, Craig. I'm not trying to cut you off. I know, I know you're on short time, and I'm trying to head someplace. Can I show you real quick, folks, why we need to repent? Let me, let me show you. Go to the very last thing there. Spencer says tranny poop. Tranny poop. This is how far we have fallen, friends. This is how far we've fallen. This is a website, uh, by the way, uh, a government program. Encourage women to smell their poop to be more inclusive to trans women. I'm not making this up, folks. I'm not, uh, are you ready? See if we need a little bit of repentance here. Make this a little bit bigger for me, will you? In solidarity with trans women this month, you can make a difference by putting your, your uh, olfactory system to use. Yes, it's no joke. We're certainly asking all women to please spend more time smelling their poop during bathroom breaks and to critically examine what many of our gender have to endure as part of the cost of bottom surgery. It is time for us all to do the work to truly empathize with the sights and sounds and smells endured by every member of our large and beautiful gender community, including those with distinct transitioning odors. Let me, let me give it to you, right? So these people who have this surgery to have their penis removed or their vagina changed, evidently when you do that, there's some mixing of odors that would normally come out of the anus that somehow make it out of another opening and it smells really, really bad. And out of respect for transgenders, we're supposed to start smelling our poop so we're not offended by it when we smell it. Folks, I, I'm not, hey, I wish I was making it up. This I wish I'd made that up. Huh? It's sick. Sick. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? All right. All right. I'm going to hand it off to Silver. Silver. Demons. Silver. What about your uh, uh, your proclamation here, Silver? Do we want to play that now? Do we want people to see that now? Do we want to show right now the uh, the uh, uh, the printout? What do we want to do, Silver? Okay. We can we can look at the uh, the actual document. As it's as it's read in playing it, um, and I want to clarify something. Um, Craig wrote the, uh, the the calling document. He all wrote, right, and I recorded it. That's all I did. And is there a record. possibility, Spencer? I don't know if you can do this. Can you show this and play Silver's recording at the same time? Yeah. Okay, so folks, this is going to be posted. It's going to be posted on our website. It's going to be posted on Liberty Action Network website. We're going to post this thing a lot of different places, okay? But here is the proclamation that we're going to make available on the website so people can download them, take them to their church, take them to their friends. We've got the month of February to pull that off. So the 26th of February, I'm sorry, uh, September, the 26th of September is now 25 days away, all right? So I'm going to put this on the screen. 
And if you can, Spencer, play Silver's reading of this. Is that what you want to do, Silver? Well, do I have I, that right? I, I, I want Mel to come in first because I know she needs okay. something she needs to get off. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Mel. Yeah, thanks. Hey, um, the document that's up there is actually different than the proclamation, first of all. Yes. Yes. And Spencer, I'm a, I'm a, if, if you could go to the Liberty Action Network page, please, and then go to today's action. I just want to show you where we've got the resources posted. Sorry, I didn't we're have just that. Hold on one second. We're just, we're just launching this thing today, okay? We don't have it all in place yet. Here we go. <clears throat> today's action. <clears throat> if you'll scroll up just a little bit. So you can see where you can download the proclamation. You can download the calling to the people. And then it just describes how we're how how the Liberty Action Network is supporting the action of the Maryland Salt and Light Brigade and Spirit War International, which is Silver's group. So, um, Spencer, if you could bring up Abraham Lincoln's proclamation. There you go. That's what we need to see as we listen to Silver's recording. Thank you. Okay, Silver. Can we do good? This is the proclamation. Abraham Lincoln, August 12th, 1861. By the way, after he got elected and gave this speech, it's just a, it was just a matter of months before the Civil War started, folks. We're, we're kind of at that place again. All right. We're kind of there again. So here's the proclamation. Silver's done a recording on it. Go ahead and try to bring, bring that up for me if you could there, Spence. A calling to the people of the United States of America in the month of September. 2022 okay. to be of a is this right this coach is the, this is the wrong uh song or wrong recording for this document uh this is the, right. that's the proclamation the other one's <clears throat> called the calling did you get the document for the calling i sent i sent and i sent you a second email there spencer if you did hey folks please stay here with us okay i know this isn't real exciting i know this doesn't tickle your ears just stay with us a second here will you please is important. A calling to the people of the United States of America in the month of September 2022 to be of a contrite and humble spirit, remorseful of the sins of our nation and its people during our generations covering the last 70 years. We have abandoned the Most High God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who indwelled mankind in the flesh through his son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pause that a second. We have the wrong document up. There you go. Thank you. Continue. Buried and rose to life on the third day and now sits at the right hand of the Father. We as a people of this great nation have been so richly blessed by the bountiful providence of God's hand on our country over the centuries. We as a people must now bear the burden of a nation who has turned its back and withdrawn from its historical cords of honoring the scriptural and moral truths outlined in the Bible. By denying these moral truths and not letting them reside in our hearts and minds of the people as in days past, we, as a people, have set ourselves up for the Most High God to remove His providential hand of blessings from our nation. We have set ourselves up for judgment to be decreed upon this land. Our sins as a people, 
by omission as well as commission, have brought our country to the brink of collapse from within and amongst ourselves. Therefore, we are calling on all God-fearing Americans and ministers to lead their respective congregations to be of one accord, daily bowing our hearts and getting on bended knee in the month of September 2022. To be united and of one accord in a spirit of humility, prayer, remorse, with fasting for the sins of our nation and its people. We ask that you pledge to daily take up this calling from the Lord to intercede on behalf of our country and its people. We ask for a Holy Spirit outpouring of conviction upon the churches and peoples that we will confess, repent, and turn from our wicked ways, returning to teaching and obeying the biblical morality and truth defined in the Holy Scriptures. We as a nation have many sins to atone for. We ask that you be in agreement and of one accord on these six topics with intercessory prayer. As the Holy Spirit leads you in this endeavor, please add other areas that are placed upon your heart. These six areas listed below have played a pivotal role in provoking God to bring judgment upon this nation. We as a people have embraced these sins instead of repenting and turning from them. Number one, abortion, the shedding of innocent blood. Number two, homosexual sin, which runs rampant in the country. Number three, sexual immorality, pornography, lewdness, and lascivious behavior, especially on our youth. Number four, breakup of the natural family, rampant divorce, Supreme Court redefining marriage. Number five, failure of God's church leaders and its people to defend biblical truth in the public domain. Number six, injustice, human trafficking, gluttony, lack of empathy to our fellow man and their plight. May God hear our intercessory pleas and have mercy upon our people and our nation. That's the public proclamation that, that will be posted on our website, on the Liberty Action Network website, probably on the Christian Revolution Net, uh, website. And uh, it is up to us to be the little uh, Johnny Appleseeds to spread this all across America. We believe God's going to breathe on in 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 uh, in uh, association with this, I'm, I'm personally. It's up to you. I'm going to call a fast for me, and I will not. In the next twenty uh, some days, I'm not going to eat. Uh, a, I'm not going to eat a meal past uh, one in the afternoon. I'm going to eat in the morning. I'm going to not eat from one in the afternoon till. The next, uh, the next morning when I get up, and uh, I would ask some of you out there, as many as you want to, to join join me in this fast, because the Bible tells us that this side, this type, comes out only with prayer and fasting. Um, we're not legalistic about it, but again, as I've said many times, uh, the two greatest desires that a man has is the desire to eat 
and reproduce, have sex. And if, uh, if we are willing to fight that urge to eat, it increases your spiritual strength. You don't do it to get brownie points for the Lord. You do that to strengthen, especially uh, together, where there's unity, God commends the blessing. That sacrifice of a meal a day really is what it is. Um, will really bring spiritual strength to our, to our efforts. Okay, so I'm going to ask all of you to do that. You hear that, Michelle? Don't make me any great meals. I have to make all the good food before 1 o'clock. Prayer, prayer and fasting, okay? Um, what am I forgetting? September 26th? Pull up, pull up for me if you could, Spencer, number one. Okay, I, now listen, I'm going to confess to you that I'm not all up on... I'm just being honest, okay, on all the um, Old Testament laws, all the Old Testament uh, holy days. I'm not up on all of them, okay, to be honest with you. But I, this this came across um, my uh, computer. Elul, the month of Teshuva, which is turning back to God. I just want to read a little bit of this because maybe it will bring some significance to you as well. The original article, which is referenced above. This is a month of repentance and seeking God's face for deliverance. We prepare spiritually for the seventh month, which has all the fall feasts, starting with the Feast of Trumpets, then Yom Kippur, then the Feast of Tabernacles. We're building our tabernacle again, as we do every year. Donna Betsy Carrick, well, I don't know what that is. Elul is the 12th. And final month in the Jewish calendar, the sixth month counting for Nisan, it is a month that connects the past year with the coming year, a time when we reflect on where we stand and where we should be going. It's called the month of repentance, the month of mercy, the month of forgiveness. Elul follows the two previous months of Tammuz and Av, Months of tragedies that were brought, were brought upon us through our sins. In Tammuz, the Jews sinned with the golden calf on Rosh Kodesh Elul. Moses ascended to Mount Sinai for the third 40-day period until Yom Kippur, when he ascended with the second tablets and God's word of joyful, wholehearted forgiveness. The first time Moses ascended was to receive the first tablets. The second time was after the sin to ask for forgiveness. And the third time was to receive the second set of the tablets. These were days when God revealed to the Jewish people great mercy. And since then, this time has been designated as the time of mercy and forgiveness and an opportunity for Teshua, repentance. The four letters of the name Elul are an acronym for the phrase in Song of Songs, I am to be, I am to I am to my beloved and my beloved to me. I am to my beloved. We approach God with a desire to return and connect. And my beloved is to me. God reciprocates with divine expressions of mercy and forgiveness. That's what Elul is about, folks. Joe, you got anything to add to that, Silver, at all? The big the big thing is that all of these uh feast kind of just kind of almost kind of roll together it's all within the same month and um we have to understand uh 
that prior, just prior to this, or, or in, within this period, the temple was destroyed twice on the same day. How that happens, you know, so many years <laughs> apart on the same day, I have no idea. Other than God's uh, uh, judgment on the on the people. Amen. And our one of the things that we have to look at through this whole month, okay, is how these feasts affect us today. Okay. We don't generally just take, do the feast or anything like that. Maybe Passover, you know, maybe Hanukkah, which isn't even a feast. Okay. Uh, we need to look at these seriously and try. September is significant, Joe. That's what you're Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Yes. Sir. September is significant, folks. Now, whether or not we go, we're going to go back and follow all the feasts, yada, yada, yada. The t- listen, folks, prepare your hearts for repentance during the month of September. That's what that's that's what it's about. It's not about all this other stuff. The other stuff's all mixed in. We have to prepare our hearts to the Lord. Repentance for the condition that we find ourselves in. Uh, silver if you would. Silver yeah. if you would. I'm sorry. I want you to read Abraham Lincoln's proclamation at okay. Gettysburg, which is why we're going to return to Gettysburg, folks. Imagine the situation when Abraham Lincoln came into office. The, the nation's probably about like it is now, right? Probably divided. Obviously, it led to, to a civil war. So we know that it was significant. But imagine an American president today. Uh, that, that was it, Spencer. You just went past it. Imagine a president today. There, no, next one. Next one. <clears throat> next one. <laughs> next one. Oh, my goodness. You had it up there. No, you had it up there once. You already had it up. No, 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 no. There it is. Yeah. All right, Joe. This is a proclamation August 12th, 1861 by President of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Imagine if our nation would do this today. Go ahead, Joe. Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States from 1861 to 1865. Proclamation 85 proclaiming a day of national humiliation, prayer, and fasting. August 12, 1861, by the President of the United States of America. A proclamation. Whereas a joint committee of both houses of Congress have waited on the President of the United States and requested him to, quote, recommend a day of public humiliation, prayer, and fasting to be observed by the people of the United States with religious solemnities and the offering of fervent supplications to Almighty God for the safety and welfare of these states, his blessings on their arms, and a speedy restoration of peace, And, whereas it is fit and becoming in all people at all times to acknowledge and revere the supreme government of God, to bow in humble submission to his chastisements, to confess and deplore their sins and transgressions in the full conviction that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and to pray with all fervency and contrition for the pardon of their past offenses and for a blessing upon their present and prospective action. And, whereas when our own beloved country, once by the blessing of God, united, prosperous, 
and happy is now afflicted with faction and civil war. It is peculiarly fit for us to recognize the hand of God in this terrible visitation and in sorrowful remembrance of our own faults and crimes as a nation and as individuals to humble ourselves before him and to pray for his mercy, to pray that we may be spared further punishment, though most justly deserved, that our arms may be blessed and made effectual for the reestablishment of law and order and peace throughout throughout the wide extent of our country, and that the inestimable boon of civil and religious liberty earned under his guidance and blessing by the labors and sufferings of our fathers may be restored in all its original excellence. Therefore, I, Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States, do appoint the last Thursday in September next as a day of humiliation, prayer, and fasting for all the people of the nation. And I do earnestly recommend to all the people, and especially to all ministers and teachers of religion, of all denominations, and to all heads of families, to observe and keep that day according to their several creeds and modes of worship in all humility and with all religious solemnity, to the end that the united prayer of the nation may ascend to the throne of grace and bring down plentiful blessings upon our country. In testimony whereof, I have set hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed this 12th day of August, A.D. 1861, and of the independence of the United States of America, the 86th. Abraham Lincoln. By the President, William H. Seward, Secretary of State. If my people were called by my name. Evidently, back then, maybe most of America was Christians. Maybe most of us were his people. But if we're going to wait, folks, for Joe Biden, Harry Reid, not Harry Reid anymore, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Kamala Harris, to call for a day of humbling and repentance, it's, it's not, not going to happen. So therefore, it falls to, again, we the people, we the people. And so we're building, we're going to build this over the next month. It's important to you that you help us build it, that you share it, that you share not only uh, the written proclamation of Abraham Lincoln in 1861, but the new proclamation that will be posted at the website. I could go on and on. I want to open it up. I want to hear from you guys. Look, this, just has, this, uh, this blesses me so much because this initiative did not come from me. It came from you guys, your own initiative. These are the types of things that we need to begin to do to have greater impact. Come on in, Myra. Coach, uh, this is a great uh, thing It's going on today. And I join you in the fasting. We're reading the Bible. Uh, 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Acts three nineteen. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be whipped out that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Amen. 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 Hey, look, September, I believe, is going to be like no month that we've seen in our lifetime. I saw today, uh, is Mike McKee in here? Mike McKee, I saw today, Mike, that uh, silver, not Joe Silver. Yeah, I'm here, Coach. The metal silver dipped under $18 an ounce today. Mike, what's going on? Hold on just a minute, Coach. I'm bringing up Kitco here. Right now, silver is at 1775 bid and 75 ads. It's unbelievable, isn't it, Mike? Yes, absolutely. Oh, ten years ten years ago, it was fifty dollars. It went yeah. to fifty dollars, right? Ten years ago. Everything else change. Forty-eight and change. So now, folks, you can't buy you can't buy silver at this price. I'm going. Hang on, I'm not going to stay here long. You can't buy silver at this price. There's a there's a, a a fee that comes on top of that. Is that right, Mike? I can't go buy silver at $17.80. I can't go buy it at that, can I, Mike? There's a percentage they use. Depends on where you get it. Though. That's why I've always told people at their local coin stores where to get the best deal, not from some of these magazines and all these other, you know. <clears throat> yes. So, folks, listen. Here's all I'm saying is this thing is coming down all around us. Oh, it's not just in the United States, although you have to understand this, that what we are seeing is an assault on the United States because the United States is the last bastion still fighting to keep Christianity alive. We see it's going on in Russia. We understand that. As somebody once said, when the United States sneezes, the rest of the world gets a cough. That, that's that's why what we are doing here is so significant. James J., come on in, and Roger. Morning, Coach. Two things. Uh, any of the links that uh, these documents are at, are they blocked on Facebook, or you prefer that we download the document and just put it into Facebook or put a link in there? I think you do it however you can do it, Jim, to be honest with you. I think you, you put it on Facebook, you share it with, you copy and share it to your email. Let's do do whatever. Share it with your pastors. How can a pastor and his church not get in line with this? How can Amen. they not get in line with it? Amen. Uh, and then that uh, the proclamation that was written um, by uh, I don't know Craig or whoever. It should almost be entitled. Uh, I don't know what the title reads because I don't remember what it looked like, but it should almost say "We the People." A calling to the people, you think it should say calling to we the people. Yep. What do you think, Silver? Whatever, you guys take that into take that in consideration. Because hey, listen, folks, we've had a committee been working on this for for a few days, right? Silver, you want to respond to that? Yeah, that's really up to Craig. I like the idea. Okay, uh, and it might fit on that line. That was the thing I was. But uh, I don't have an issue with it, Craig. You got a point, Robert. Okay. Cool. We'll put it good, in here. Good suggestion. Roger, and then Randy. Oh, I was just going to add to the silver thing. Uh, there is a coin dealer here in Westerville. I think you know the company. And, yeah. You know, I think we're unique. You know, we go in there, maybe get a little bit. He says there is a steady stream every day of people buying this stuff. So we're not the only ones that are concerned. And I would just share with the queue, you know, I know we all like to have a little bit of money in the bank and we feel kind of secure with that. But, you know, 
I would take that money out of the bank, get your reserves down a little lower and go get some hard assets, get new tires on your car, get your dental work done. Um, because I'm, I'm pretty convinced that that is a good move right now versus leaving your money in an account getting 0.03%. It's really not secure there. I'm not a panicky person. I'm not a crazy guy on this, but get new tires. If you need a new car, get a new car or a used car. Get your dental work done. Obviously get some food. You, we could, we have no idea of the next year. And, and I think it's biblical. Get prepared for 30 days. Amen. Get some food. Amen. Amen. Hey, folks, listen. Judgment has to come. It has to come. We're, we're praying for mercy. Now, we also believe this. I believe this. Those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I, I believe that we, I believe the Lord's going to protect his people in the midst of this, but it's not going to be without consequences. It's not like it's going to hit everybody else and Christians aren't going to be affected. No, 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 folks. We're all, in fact, Christians are the ones most responsible for this. We're the ones who deserve the biggest spanking, truth be told. We were his representatives and we dropped the ball. That's why we, you better be calling out for mercy for you. And for me, for our unwillingness to stand up and speak the truth, the one that we claim to serve and love. Randy, come on in. That's really good, Coach. Uh, and Roger, you, I, I second everything you said there. But, Coach, I did everything a year or two ago. I mean, we should have all done it. But I know a lot of us are busy and we've held off to the last minute. But it's not too late. But, Coach, this is a last-minute call. Yes. This is a, God has been speaking to us for years about this, and to get ready for judgment. We know it. We know it's coming. But God, Coach, this is a last-minute mercy yep. of God to say, you better get on my side because the other side's getting ready to be devastated. That's what it's going to look like, Coach. And it, I don't know how else to tell people. But, but I want to get back to the September. Coach, September 17th is, is the Constitution Day. Also, there's a lot of things going on in September. Yeah. But look, this isn't just about Christianity. This is about the Christian people becoming aware of their own government. Amen. It's waking them up to say, do I really want my Constitution or not? Do I want righteousness or not? And and it's it's another divide, Coach. The, the church is going to go off with one or the other. And if they don't wake up in September, they're they're going to be begging to get back in the team after November. Nobody can serve two masters, Randy. Right? Nobody can. And folks, yeah. I would ask you right now to sit down with a pen and paper this afternoon and write down every righteous thing about the American government. Amen, Coach. By the way, you won't need any. You won't need any. Uh, uh, you won't need anything on the end of the pen. You won't need any ink. Because there's nothing righteous about the American government. It's a tough thing to say. But the, the, the unrighteous government has so burdened us with debt, taking money they don't have, that they steal from us 
and give it to those who are our sworn enemies. You know, I'm telling you the truth, folks. I'm telling you the truth. So we are in we're in we're in dire we're in dire straits. In dire straits. They're just printing money, printing money, giving it to homos, giving it to whatever. And I hate to tell you this also. No, I don't. We're gonna have to stand up against this homosexual beast. Oh, I got something with I don't have time to talk about it today. Mm-hmm. I'll get to it tomorrow. We gotta to stand up against it. Right. Hey, listen. You can love the homosexual all you want to. But it's nothing like uh, somebody who, pick whatever is, a thief, a whoremonger, whatever. Their behavior is destructive. And the acceptance of that behavior is equally destructive to our society. And for us to say nothing about it because we love them, that's the greatest lie perpetrated on America in my lifetime on Christianity in my lifetime, that we are supposed to love the sin of the wicked. You won't find that anywhere in the scripture. Nowhere in the scriptures. Have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness. And they are taking homosexuality, sodomy, perversion, and shoving it into the American government, forcing it down your children's throats. It's not, not a nice way to say it. Jeff, come on in. Coach, these are all the same things. Tomorrow night for our Iron Sharpens Iron, this is what we've been talking about in the garage, Pastor Bill and a lot of us, the preparedness, all the same things we talk about. Will these two documents be able to be printed out so I can read these tomorrow night at our yes, get-together? Because this will be right down the alley where Pastor Bill's going tomorrow night. Yes, well, we're launching it today, so yes, those things will will be available. And it's, uh, hey, look, look, friends, they're going to hate you. You understand that? Pull that back up again, would you? Would you please, Spence? Pull up Matthew Matthew five again. <clears throat> Start in verse ten. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you. Women shall revile you, persecute you, and say all manner of evil against you falsely because you're promoting Christianity. <clears throat> Rejoice, be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven because you are promoting Christianity. And they persecuted the prophets which were before you because they were promoting Christianity and Christian values. You're the salt of the earth. But if you Stop being salty. You aren't any good for nothing. You're good for nothing except to be cast out, trodden under the foot of man. You notice it didn't say loving? I don't, I don't see love anywhere in here yet. Have anybody seen anything about that? You're the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. Keep up with me, Spencer. Huh? Neither do men light a candle put it under a bushel. But they go out in, the, in public and they shine that light out in public. Why? Because it gives light to everybody. It gives light to everybody. So let your light so shine. Quit hiding your light. Let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and they'll glorify your Father which is in heaven. And what are your good works? Your good works are standing up and speaking the truth of the gospel of the kingdom of God to those around you. Those are good works. Feeding the poor is an extension of that. Feeding the poor is not alone good works. You get, Folks, you get these... Am I the only guy who gets this? Am I the only guy? Look, pagans feed the poor. (coughs) 
Go ahead, Rob. You still, you still got your hand up, Rog. Go ahead. If you wanted, if not somebody else, somebody rescue me. I got four minutes. Somebody rescue me. We need you to get involved. We believe the Holy Spirit's going to breathe on this. And we believe that this is going to become a national movement. And even if it doesn't, I'm going to be standing September 26th in Gettysburg, PA, declaring the word of the Lord to a lost and dying nation. Jeff Nell, come on in. Can't hear you. Yes, uh, but he, Matthew 24, verse 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Father God, uh, I printed out there already. I'm going to laminate it. I'm going to put up there and proclaim it. This Amen. Is right on. Thank you, man. Hey, folks, listen, listen to me. This is for his people. If my people called by my name, this is for his people. Don't cast your pearl before swine. Jeff, don't go out there and preach to those wicked people who are going to spit at you. Don't do that. You find churches. You spend your time finding churches. And don't be judgmental about it. Take it and hand it out and say, we are, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're about. You've got all kinds of churches where you live that you could hit. And, uh, hey, some of them are going to hate you. But we'll find out who the real people are and who they are. Rochelle, come on in. Good morning, team. Um, I just wanted to say I, I had studied those feast days that you're talking about, um, Teshuva, and it means the return. And just to kind of get, um, if, if you guys want, if you read every morning during these, it was 40 days, but for the first 30 days, they would read Psalm 27 and they would read um, Ezekiel 33. And basically what those do is they kind of get your mind kind of where the, the Hebrew mind would be. They, they believe that their God was there in the field with them coming, listening to them. So um, it was about the time of Jacob's trouble. So if any of you know what that's about, they recognize that the time of Jacob's trouble was for them. And this was how they were to prepare for those, <laughs> that type of trial. So that will really get you in the mm, subdued spirit that you need to be when you go to the Lord and pray for repentance uh, during this month. Thank you, coach. Amen. Clay, come on in quickly. Psalm 94, 16, coach. We talked about this the other day. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? So the question is, a calling to the people, who will stand with us at Gettysburg? Amen. Amen. We'll be there. Craig. This is also a time of the harvest, and the king would actually go out into the field. So he was close by, and he can touch the people that were in the field harvesting. I believe that's a spiritual thing too, Coach. Amen, Craig. Hey, listen, folks. Jeff Nell, folks, listen. Go print these proclamations off. Print them off on your own computer, whatever. And just pass these out to every Christian you know. The Lord will draw those he draws, and those he doesn't draw aren't going to come. Don't make it a, you're not, you're not selling Amway. Hand this to people and let them do what it is they're going to do with it. All right, cool. Bernie, quickly. Yeah, Coach, um, I'm, I know we're doing the show. Um, there's, I was watching a video about 
Christianity in um, Japan. And years ago, look, there was a lot of Christianity in Japan, like like several hundred years ago. And they turned, but then they turned away in persecution. And you have to understand that God comes and takes the light away when people don't hold it in righteousness. We have to respect the Lord. It's a privilege for the United States. God doesn't need the United States. He can, he can exalt the church wherever he wants, okay? And uh, this is a privilege. We need to hold hold on to that, okay? The, yeah. It's up to yeah. the Lord, not, not not to the United States. We have to ask God for mercy. So let me ask you a question here. Uh, do you ever have a time in your life where you did something that was so horrendous that you were heart sick over it, that you couldn't apologize enough to the person that you did it to, whether it was cheated on your wife, cheated on a coworker, uh, whatever, done something that caused harm to your children, and you had that deep, deep grief that what you had done had caused immeasurable harm to those you love. You ever you ever been there? We ought to feel that way every stinking day. We ought to be sick to our stomachs for the way we've allowed the name of the Lord to be drugged through the mud. Fasting, prayer, weeping, humbling ourselves, Lord, please forgive us. See you tomorrow.